Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Do We Think podcast, a podcast amongst friends, really amongst Jesse and Emily, where we talk about this week's blind items, gossip, all the stuff you need to know to live your life this week in pop culture. Yes, all the stuff that just distracts you from your day to day. Yeah. Other people's lives that you need to know so you can get it through. You can get through the week. It's true. We need other people's lives to distract us to get us through. Like, why else do people watch The Housewives besides it being hilarious? Because exactly. other people's lives help me cope with my own life. <laughs> no, it's so true. So, this week we're going to get through some quick, you know, we like to run through some quick things. We're going to talk about some blind items. We're going to talk about Kim Kardashian failing the baby bar and having COVID. We're going to talk about Benifer. We are going to talk about the Powerpuff Girls pilot on the CW. And um, yeah, and some little and some tea that uh, I've heard on TikTok. Ooh, I love a good TikTok tea. Yes. So without further ado, let's get into it. Let me move you over because I can only see me and I don't like that. I want to see oh, you. You have to see me. <laughs> yeah. I really only need to see you. That's so right. these are the quick tidbits of the week. Oh, I love tidbits. Um, oh, oh, we need to talk about um, something on the podcast that we talked about um, a while ago. Timothy Chalamet has been tapped to play Willy Wonka. Yep. We talked about it here, you guys. (laughs) Yes. Emily said he looks like he could play Willy Wonka and right she was. Look at that. And isn't it so crazy how he dates um, Lily Rose Depp and now he's playing like the young version of Lily's dad. That's so weird. That's so weird to think about actually. (laughs) All comes full circle, doesn't it? Yes. All right. The tidbits of this week. Um, supposedly there are rumblings that Instagram will bring back the feature of the following page, like what the people you're following are doing. Oh my God. I didn't even know that was gone. (laughs) I loved that because I'm a weirdo. And like, I think it's fun to see like Ariana Grande liked this. And then sometimes you like find cool accounts. I don't know. Like I kind of like that. Like I, I like seeing what other people are liking because, like, sometimes I want to follow new accounts, but I don't know how to fucking find them. Like, whatever. Yeah. Um, but then I, like, read on a line, and I, this is funny. Um, I am a great person, you guys. I have some toxic traits. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> we but, all uh, have toxic traits. Don't we all? Um, but <laughs> some people were, like, saying in the comment section under this, like, tweet that I was looking at, they're like, no, they can't bring this back. It made me crazy. I would create separate accounts and only follow one person and see what they were doing. And I was like, that's crazy. And also, I can't believe I never did that. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Explain this to me. Because, like, people create fake you know, accounts all the time to stalk people. But, like, what do you mean? How does it relate to this? Okay, so they would go on the, like, because you can go following. And it'd be like, Cardi B started following so-and-so. And then you could be like, Emily Novak liked this, but they would create a fake Instagram account and follow just one person so that their whole following would track everything that they did. Oh God, that is creepy. 
right? And I'm like, that's creepy. And then in the same thought, I thought, that's something I would do. I can't believe I never did that. <laughs> oh my God. But see, I didn't know this feature. I just thought like since Instagram is always adding something, I just thought that it was like still there. I just didn't know how to get to it anymore. No, it's gone. It's been gone. And anytime I would ever get to it anyways, it always was like, how did I get here? <laughs> I never understood. So interesting. I just think I only ever did it to see what the celebrities were doing. I never actually did it as a stocking thing. I don't think not. Not I don't think I ever really did it unless I accidentally clicked on it. Like I'm being so dead serious. I don't really remember using it that much. I would say would bring back bring oh my god, why can't I talk? Bring back the chronological order of things. I know. That would be cool, you know? Like, sometimes I do appreciate the algorithm, but my only issue is that I don't, like, just because an account doesn't post something all the time doesn't mean I'm still not highly interested in them. So just because they might post once a week and I miss that sucks. Like, I want to see it. Like, I just think Mm -hmm. the algorithm is plays plays this unfairly. But in TikTok, I think the algorithm is really good. I was just going to say, I love when you get TikToks that are like let's see how good the algorithm is. And then it's like, are you blah, blah, blah. Mine are always like mentally ill, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I'm like, it's me. <laughs> yeah. I get a lot of dog videos, um, like random eating disorder videos. And I get a lot of like Timothy Chalamet, Harry Styles videos. So my, um, has your TikTok been as riddled with Backyardigan songs as mine? Yes. And I love them. Um, Me and Brad this morning. We yes. are castaways. Time to Ahoy there. Ahoy. We are castaways. I'm into it. I like We're stuck it. where we are. I love it. You sound like um, Backyardigan just then. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Honestly, that is um, I yeah, please add that um, resume. Can if some I ever find myself single, <laughs> that will be in my pro dating profile on your hinge. A picture on my hinge. That's so funny. I just helped my friend set up a hinge last night. Oh, I think hinge. I mean, I'm a very very taken lady, but I think hinge looks so fun. I know. I I was like, let me see what you're doing. All right. Um, me and Brad this morning, we're trying to do the, you know, the trend of trying to do into the thick of it without the audio and trying yeah. to sing it. Yeah. So like, people try to like count it out and like sing it and then add the audio in and be on time. And it's so hard. It's I like Brad could do it is. Into the thick of it. Into is the it thick all, of it. Is it also Backyardigans? Yes. Oh my God. Okay. Cause I have heard, I didn't know it was Backyardigans. Yeah. And like, so like, I would always get the into the thick of it part right. But then once it got to the dun 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 I would get it wrong. Whereas Brad would always get the beginning r- wrong, but the end right. <laughs> it's on my TikTok, like my old friends only. Oh, I didn't see it. Um, all right. What else? This week, Taylor Swift won top female artist and top Billboard 200 artist at the Billboard Music Awards. I think that's well deserved. She did very well in the Billboard charts this year. Bravo and brava. Uh, the weekend won seven Billboard Music Awards. Um, be top happy. male artist, top radio songs artist, top R and B artist, R and B male artist, R and B album, radio song, and top R and B song. He felt very jilted. Didn't he boycott the Grammys? 
Yes. Yeah. So now it's his redemption story. I know. Supposedly, Ariana Grande has a new collab coming, um, and she has a surprise music video coming. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is going on? Um, t- um, Sour came out. Olivia yeah, Rodrigo's yeah. Sour. No, it's been a it couple- is so good. Talk to everybody because I feel I like that was the hot topic. Would have been the hot topic of last week, and so now we're kind of like following up, but. You know what? I still stand by it. It's a great album. And if you haven't taken the time to listen to it, you really should. You really should. The song, um, Hope You're Okay, I uh, took a drive and cried to it. And um, you the, the song, Capricorn song. That is the that is the song that would. But um, that song, song reminds me of Phoebe Bridgers a little bit. Oh, I, I, I could see that. But uh, to me, Phoebe Bridgers to me, are a little bit more like. I don't know. Um, I think I hope you're. Okay. I love you, and I hope you're okay. Is how I feel about every person I've ever met in my whole life. I know. So <laughs> I felt really emotional to that song. Well, there was but actually the, there was a TikTok going through all the different signs and what songs on the album go to their sign. Oh, really? And, and I was like, okay, well, Jesse's sign has to be "Hope You're Okay," and it was. Yes, I was like, yeah, was. that makes sense. Um. Um, Lil Nas X released a new single called Sun Goes Down. Oh, I didn't hear it yet. It's really, um, it's about how he, like, really, like, struggled with, like, coming to terms with being gay and how he would, like, pray for God to, like, take it away. Oh, no, I have. I have heard it. Or I've heard about it. Anyway, it's not important. Um, (laughs) But it was very good, and I feel like it's a good song for, like, people who have struggled or are struggling with it. And then he performed it on SNL along with Call oh, yeah, Me that's When You Want. And then he split his pants. <laughs> yes, it was iconic. So pure, his reaction. It really was so pure. I mean, what do you else do? Like, what do you do? Did you see that, like, the rumors are that Pete Davidson is leaving SNL? No. That was his last season. And, like, on his, like, very last, like, sketch that he did, it was a, a weekend update. And he basically was like, thank you for all, like, supporting me and, like, watching me grow on SNL and I felt really sad because like I don't really know like there's not like a single cast like there's a couple cast members that I'm like I think are super great and it wasn't like that Pete was like this standout comedian or anything but I do know added to the cast a lot Mm -hmm. and I think that his loss will definitely be felt um next season and there's rumors that a bunch of other people aren't coming back too so I guess we'll see what happens but do you think he'll be successful without it I think he's going to go on to like doing more writing and producing and comedy. And I agree. I think that he should do that. Like Chris and I watched, um, what is it? The Staten Island. Island. And we thought it was really, really good. And I could definitely see him like, like going into that realm, like of just doing more writing and and that type of, um, that genre and everything. Like, I think, I think he has a lot to offer. So I think that he will be successful. And I feel like, um, a, pl- a role more behind the scenes would suit him better. I don't think he's very cut out for fame. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's fair to say. Um, like, I don't think he likes, like, being the, like, hot topic and being talked about. Like, I don't think, yeah. you know. But his, like, when he would do – when he, So, basically, he has these segments where he goes on weekend, weekend Update as himself, as himself, and he does, like <laughs> – I know, you know what I meant. As himself, and he does, like, his own comedy routine. And those were – 
always my, one of my favorite moments on SNL. And it just goes to show like what a great comedian he is when he's just being Pete Davidson, the comedian. And like, I, like I would see him, I would see him perform live as a comedian. I'd be, like, I think he's funny. So listen, I'm a Pete Davidson stan and I always have been. Um, oh, I wanted to say about Olivia Rodrigo. She interpolated uh, the song New Year's Day off Taylor Swift's reputation on the album One Step Forward, Two Steps Back. Three Steps Back, sorry, I was going to say two. And I loved that. Um, the album went number one on iTunes. Um, and she was so cute in her little like message on Instagram saying, you know, thank you for helping me turn all my unhappy feelings into one of the best moments of my life and I was like baby and I think so the rumor is that like in like not too long from now she's gonna release um another album called Sweet yeah which I think if you think about like all the hints she's given and also partnering with Sour Patch Kids like first there's first they're sour then there's (laughs) yeah also like a lot of people that have been following her for for a long time were like she has a ton of love songs, and we did. There's not a single love song. The song on gross. I want her to admit it. I want her to release gross so bad. I'd love. So gross. I'm looking forward to that. If that rumor is true, and I think it is. What is your favorite track on the album? Um. So my favorite track is probably "Favorite Crime." I've listened to that one the most of all of them, and then I definitely do like "Good for You." Like it definitely like keeps me going and I also like happier too but um I think like overall those are probably my three most played but favorite crime is probably the one that I like if I'm gonna listen to the album it's like the one that I click first next I'm so excited to listen to it I'd say my favorites are brutal one step forward two steps back good for you and um hope you're okay so, and happier, sorry. Well, like, um, all of them. <laughs> no, not all of them. Um, Billie Eilish's Happier Than Ever tour is kicking off February 3rd in New Orleans, and it is sold out everywhere. Amazing. Every date is sold out. That's so crazy to have it sold out even before the album has really been released. Yeah, that's nuts. It's so weird. Um, I really don't listen to her. Um, like in my free time, I don't know why. Like I want to change that, but I never like do. I don't know. It's up to you, girl. I know. I'm saying I, I want to be that girl who listens to Billie Eilish because I feel like she's got amazing talent. Yes. I just never do. Um, when it's right, it's right. It'll happen. Yes. Because I have like I have things like that. Like I'm like, oh, I want to listen to this person's album, but then I never do. But like one day you'll be skipping through shuffle, and like one of their songs will come, and you'll be like, you know, today's the day I do it. That's just always how it works for me. I never like wake up and know it's the day, but sometimes I'll just out of nowhere be like, I think it is. Um, I don't know if you like Black Bear. I love Black Bear. He is releasing a new song called "You Love You" with Tate McRae on Friday. I couldn't name one Black Bear song. I couldn't name one. I don't think I've ever listened to him in my life. Um, also, Kylie Jenner has shut down rumors that she is in an open relationship with Travis Scott. She said, um, I'm not discrediting anyone who is in an open relationship, but it's just careless and dis- disrespectful to throw this narrative out there without knowing what's true. 
And I agree. I feel like it's annoying for people to like be saying what your relationship status is. That's true. But at the same time, is she dating Travis Scott? They are dating. Are they? I don't know. I feel like they are. I don't know either. But who knows? All right. We got some blinds for you guys. Yes. Hit me with those blinds. (laughs) All right. Hit me with the blind item. Come okay, on, hit me with the blind item. Oh, yeah. Okay. A while back, we received a request from a singer. They wanted us to change our content. In particular, they asked us not to mention food or post photos of food. Oh, okay. we know who this is. <laughs> I think so. They said when they read descriptions of food or see photos of food on our site, it triggers their eating disorder. Therefore, we should modify our content to accommodate them. Nope. This they seems to have they <laughs> they seems to have a particular problem with fast food. They wanted us to remove the post your TV show is a hamburger, which shows this image of a McDonald's hamburger and French fries. They also wanted us to remove a post she was swirling in Vegas, which showed a soft serve ice cream cone. These are just a couple of examples. Now, we're sure we're not sure if they just targeted us or if they sent similar emails to others trying to control them. Perhaps those emails went something like this. Dear Mad Men, I'm trying to quit smoking and your show is triggering me. I demand that you remove all smoking scenes from future broadcasts of Mad Men. Dear Amazon, I am upset by my inability to manage my weight and the fact that you sell bathroom scales is very triggering to me. Please remove all bathroom scales from your website immediately. Dear Budweiser, I am a recovering alcoholic and your products trigger me. You must stop selling them anywhere in the Los Angeles area. Mm-hmm. Seriously, though, Singer, who has multiple personal problems, goes around telling people and businesses that they should only say or do or think or sell what our singer deems acceptable. Singer seems to think that it is reasonable to demand that the whole world revolve around them. Control issues, entitlement issues, mental issues, their behavior is both weird and fascinating. Who was the us they were referring to? Is this blind gossip? Did somebody reach out to blind gossip? Like, who who were they talking about? Yeah, blind gossip. Interesting. Yeah, that's obviously Demi Lovato, and it's obviously very uncalled for. I think all those analogies that you were listing that were written in that article – they totally stand up to that. You just, you can't do, you can't do that. You can't think of all the people, all the addicts in the world, but what are you gonna do? Well, you know, can't drink period. Cause I'm an, you know, like it's just this, you know, I'm an addict, so I'm going to go to a restaurant, but you guys really shouldn't sell alcohol cause I'm coming in and I'm an addict. Like it's just, and listen, like I have like, I have a lot of sympathy for people who suffer addiction and I just think that, you know, that method is, is uh, it's not right. And you're clearly really in the thick of it and you're still struggling and you need to find coping mechanisms. I mean, you just, you can't, you can't control everything around you and everybody around you to suit, you know, your. Also, I appreciate Blind Gossip that they titled this, this blind item, Do Not Look at This Pizza and Had a Picture of Pizza. All right. Yeah. Why he was dropped by his agent. Which notorious industry sex pest was once let go by his agent? He was let go after mistakenly he sent them an email he'd intended to send to his girlfriend. The confusion was quick was quickly cleared up. However, this email was so menacing in tone that even a showbiz agent felt it was a bit too much. 
on gossip notes, a sex pest is someone who has sexually harassed or assaulted another person. The subject may be from any country. Any country. So from any country means they're probably not from the U.S. They wouldn't have put that hint in there. I mean, I would think that it's... um, Army Hammer? Yeah, because it seems like his team kind of dropped him, and I would think that maybe it's because of a lot of the shady um, happenings in his life right now. When I say shady, like, mm, really shady. Um, who else, though? I feel like the only other person I can think of is Marilyn Manson, but that's the U.S. Mm, that's true, too. You know? Yeah, I don't know exactly who this is. Why is my Apple Maps open and zoomed into Guyana, Brazil? (laughs) (laughs) Weird. I don't know. All right, here is another one. The family war has begun and the shots have already been fired. Up until now, the family did not respond to the attacks and rude behavior of this couple. When the couple engaged in petty stunts to steal the spotlight from other family members, the family was privately annoyed, but did not react in public. When the couple lobbed insults and accusations, the family was privately shocked, but did not react in public. Some members of this family, notably redacted, wanted to counter the charges being leveled point by point. The decision was made to do so that would be to do so would be seen as reactive and would only prolong and exacerbate the discussion. They continued to include the antagonists in social media posts and maintained a dignified silence about the insults and attacks in the hope they would stop. Unfortunately, they did not stop. The attacks continued. Now, the family has decided enough is enough. They have had quite enough of his nonsense. After the latest round of attacks, the family came up with a unified strategy by which everyone in the family could abide. We told you before that the family would not attack directly. Sure enough, we were right. The strategy is subtle but dignified. No consideration will be made nor recognition given to couples' activities or schedule. Those quiet acts of omission will make it clear that they, and specifically she, are now persona non grata. It will also deprive them of publicity, the oxygen that fuels their unseemly behavior. The family will simply carry on with their own lives and activities. The omission of the couple from their communications will be quite subtle, yet each time it happens, it will be noticed because it will demonstrate a distinct break from past traditions. Basically, the family is not going to attack the couple. They're going to freeze out the couple. It's a cold war. When will this end? As we told you before, the only way back is without her. While they were once hopeful he could come around, the family has now come to the un- unfortunate realization that there will be no reconciliation as long as he is married to her. As a couple, they are manipulative, vindictive, and completely untrustworthy. Whoa! I have no idea. I think it's the royal family. Oh, I wasn't even thinking in that world. Yes. Wow. I do think as a couple, I think the royal family is shady, but I do think they have a manipulative streak as well. Who? Harry and Meghan. I don't. I think they just wanted to get out and they just got out. I don't. I think they just wanted to get out. Like, they're separate from the royal family now. Like, it doesn't, like, matter anymore. You know? Like, they're gone. They've peaced out. They are trying to have their own life and... 
So why do they keep talking about it? Like, just, like, drop it. Well, I mean, I don't think they keep talking about it. I just think that, like, if you're going to be on a podcast and you have a show coming out that you have to promote and you're obviously advocating for mental health and clearly the royal family and being in that those circumstances your entire, entire life have not only molded you, molded you, shaped you and caused a lot of trauma, then you're going to want to talk about it and you're going to want to cause, aware, you know, bring awareness to it because it is an issue. And I think that he's not speaking just for himself. He's talking for a lot of the people that suffer abuse from the tabloids. And I think that it's really important that it's discussed because he knows he's, he's, he knows that he's not the only one who's dealt with this. And I think that's the whole thing. And then I think that Megan going through, you know, suicidal thoughts and and all of that really brought to light to him a lot of the trauma of his mom and I feel like mm-hmm. he felt very compelled to speak out because he knows yeah. it's an important message you know just imagine like watching the royal family put on this persona when like you have lived your life just so depressed and in such a dark 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 place after seeing what happened to your mom you know like you're gonna want to for that you're going to want to fight for that your whole life. I mean, you're just going to want to fight for that. And when, when, when you have your own kids, it brings it, makes it even deeper, makes it even deeper. Yeah. What if that happened to me and this could happen to Archie? Then he has to live like this, wondering what if, what could have happened? What if they just accepted my mom a little bit more? And like I said before, like I'll never think it was a coincidence that she died the way that she did when she was pregnant yeah. with somebody's baby that was not white. I won't. I just, I always will feel like there is a deeper story there. And I feel like he's even touched on that. And mm-hmm. I think that he has the right to speak about it because it's, it's his life. Like that's right. his life. So that's my stance on it. Like I've never found them to be manipulative. I feel like they're just telling their story. And I think they, they leave it open-ended enough where we can make our own judgment without telling that's us exactly how to feel about them. You're right. I feel that. Um, okay. Meltdown over cancellation. Ooh. This celebrity is furious over being canceled for her own behavior. Oh, okay. I know who this is. <laughs> it's been a long time coming, but people are finally starting to catch on that she is a nasty and cruel person. This is all making her very angry. Here's what's going on behind the scenes. She is furious and is having a meltdown over this. More yelling than crying. Lots of swearing. Fuck this. Fuck them. Etc. She's not being introspective and not genuinely sorry that she has behaved atrociously for many years. This is about her feeling like she is being attacked and, quote, the haters are trying to take away everything she worked hard for. Her team has to save her. How do they plan to do that? The accountability approach sounds like it would be a mature move, but it actually just justifies the cancellation, so it's risky. The top choice is to gain sympathy for something. An illness, her or someone close to her, saying she is experiencing some horrible trauma or is bullied herself, saying she is in recovery for drugs or alcohol, etc., Something where she can be a victim and get sympathy. They might have to invent or exaggerate something and do some revisionist history. A big charity or a humanitarian gesture is a lower choice because people would see through the timing. The victim narrative for rich celebrities is very popular right now, and there are so many excuses to choose from. If she needs help making a list, perhaps she can call on some of the actresses or singers who have been playing the victim lately. You know who we mean. Whatever she decides, our celebrity is going to have to do something fast. The cycle of handling conflict has changed. She can't just lie low and attempt to come back in a year. Those sponsors are backing away as we speak. There is a ton of money at stake, and she will make an announcement very soon. So obviously, it's Chrissy Teigen. Yes. And I have to be honest, I don't know 100%. Like, I'm not 
I don't know why she's being canceled right now. I, 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 I'm not a hundred percent. I know that like she has said some, like, I know that she said some crazy things in the past. I just don't know the extent of it. Because Courtney Stodden came forward and said that um, she would message her back in the day, telling her to kill herself and stuff like that. And then Chrissy. Christy, like, came forward and said, like, I was in a dark time, blah, blah, blah. But she, like, basically confirmed it. Like, no one likes that Stodden girl. Like, I get it. Like, at at that time, (laughs) nope. Listen, listen. I'm not saying I get why she said what she said. Let me finish. Like, that's not what I mean. I'm just saying, like, when that girl was out and she was dating that older man during that time, like, it did feel really, really creepy. Like, it just felt weird. It felt messed up. I get it. What I'm trying to say is, there's no reason in hell that she deserved to be told to kill herself. Like, why yeah. do you care that much about what that girl does and who she dates and whatever age she is? Like, why do you care yeah. so much that you have to say that? Like, what did she do? I don't know that much about Courtney Stodden. I just know she dated an older man at one point. I don't know if she, what her beliefs are. I don't know her political beliefs. I don't know her stance on shit. But honestly, there's no one deserves death threats. No, you know, and it's so disappointing because I've always like I've been a fan of Chrissy Teigen for a long time, and you know, yeah, I've just I've been a fan of Chrissy Teigen for a long time. So I don't know what's going on. Um, I definitely want to do my research and find out because it's important to me. But at the same time, like I hate cancel culture, and yeah, you know, if somebody cyberbullied somebody in the past, and if she were to come, if she had like a legitimate reasoning, an apology for Courtney Stodden, like something meaningful, you know, hopefully we could get past that. But I need to do my research and figure out what the heck's going on because that's not good. Chrissy, I mean, I bet she's angry about this. Like, then don't tell them to kill themselves online. No. Like, I mean, I'm sure she's having a meltdown. Like, (laughs) Courtney Stodden, what could Courtney Stodden possibly do to make Chrissy Teigen mad so much? I know. Like, calm down. Like, I feel like, as much as I want to be like, I'm sure she's like genuinely sorry. Like, I feel like if you ever were like, at a low enough point to tell people to kill yourselves, I feel like you're not going to feel bad. Yeah, that's how I feel. I feel like you, you probably have said other crazy things on the internet like that too. Like what other DMs does she have? Right. So, I mean, yeah, her team definitely does have to save her. Also, like how is she that stupid? Do you really think that sending DMs like that to somebody else in the public eye, it's not going to come out? Like, are you that dumb? Yeah, I bet they'll go the sympathy route. I do too. I just don't understand. Like sometimes these celebrities, I'm like, come on. Like, why would you say that? Like, why would you, like, you're just opening up a can of worms. Like, but I feel like I agree. The cycle of conflict is changing. Like it's not enough to just be like, sorry anymore. Like you have to really like prove your, prove your apology. Yeah. You have to actually like walk the walk. Let me look up what ended up happening. Cause this blind is a little also, bit. I looked up like what Chrissy Teigen did. The rise and fall of undercover bully Chrissy Teigen. <laughs> I love, I love that title. She's also she's always been extremely outspoken and opinionated on her Twitter and like what she said. I am mortified and sad at who I used to be. I was an insecure, attention seeking troll. Hmm. Um. Okay. 
Not a lot of people are lucky enough to be held accountable for their past bullshit in front of the entire world. I'm mortified and sad at who I used to be. I was an insecure, attention-seeking troll. I am ashamed to completely embarrassed my behavior. Um, but that is nothing compared to how I made Courtney feel. I've worked so hard to give you guys joy and be beloved, and the feeling of letting you down is nearly unbearable, truly. These were not my only mistakes and surely won't be my last, as hard as I try, but God, I will try. Sorry, music. I have music. tried. It's okay. I've tried to connect with Courtney privately, but since I publicly fueled all this, I also want to issue a public apology. I'm so sorry, Courtney. I hope you can heal now knowing how deeply sorry I am. And I am so sorry I let you guys down. I will forever work on myself being better than I was 10 years ago, one year ago, six months ago. Jeez. I'm looking at like all the, so there's like a list of the celebrities that she's targeted. First of all, it's like very interesting. So like a lot of these tweets were in 2011 and 2012. And I will say that like the the things people were saying in 2011 and 2012 are very different than the things that people can say today. Like sometimes I look back at the things that I was saying and, and tweets that I, and I was like, why would I like just stuff that was ridiculous yeah, not, no, not making an excuse for her behavior, but there was, there was like a different level of like, you could get away with shit back then. And it was just happened because obviously all this stuff happened 10 years ago and people weren't but also, it was never okay, obviously to say for someone to kill themselves. Oh, never. Okay. And then this tweet that she said in 2011, it's about Lindsay Lohan. She, her tweet was Lindsay adds a few more slits to her wrists when she sees Emma Stone. Like, Ew. why would you say that? Also, probably should have trigger warned that. But, like, why would you say something like that? That's just so dark. That's so dark and twisted. Yeah. Like she, this isn't the first time she's told people to kill themselves. She did the same thing with um, Sarah Palin. Did a joke about her shooting herself. She made fun of a child actor. Um, she's made fun of Mariah Carey. Like... Like, this is horrible. Why is anyone surprised Mariah is having twins? I always, I was always pretty positive there were two to 15 babies growing inside of her. Like, that's <laughs> mean. It's just like, as a woman to a woman. Yeah. No, never say okay. this. Why would you ever say that to another woman? Like, let alone like a man. Like, like, to me, like, I'm like, if you know that you tweeted these things, why would you not delete them? Honestly. It's just sad that, that they were even said in the first place. Because that stuff is, I don't care what freaking year it is, it could be 1965, and that is still a cruel thing to say. Like, I don't care what year it is. Like, that is, there is no excuse for a tweet like that. I don't know how that, I don't know how that slipped through the cracks of 2011. Ugh. What were we doing? Um, this is an old blind, but now it is confirmed who it's about. So. Ooh. This is about Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie, who just had their custody battle finished. So it says, um, it says, when parents divorce, they usually try to do what is best for the children as far as custody is concerned. Agree. Usually. Mm -hmm. In this case... This in the couple in case of this movie star couple, there is a distinct lack of balance in their approaches. Most couples resolve to a 50-50 split, not her. I totally believe that she was a nightmare 
to deal with during yeah, this. Me too, I do too. She wants primary custody in the realm of 90-10 or 75 to 25. Oh. Yeah. She would actually like 100 to 0, but she knows that will not happen. Does she think he is a bad father? She despises him and his family. She is trying to raise global citizens. She thinks that their view of the world is harmful. Narrow is a word that is used a lot. Don't the children miss their father, their time with his family? Honestly, it's been so long that they don't have strong memories or strong attachments to his family. She doesn't keep photos of his family around the house either, so his family is not part of their day-to-day lives. Does she think she can continue to drag through drag out the custody issue for years? So far, that strategy has worked for her. She will continue to try to put up roadblocks. She believes that the longer she can drag out the custody hearings, the more likely he will cave and demand less than 50-50 just to get it over with. Is she trying to punish him or wear him down? A little of both. She knows that the lack of resolution hurts him, so you could say she is trying to punish him. Doesn't she worry they will hurt this will hurt the children? No. By dragging her feet and the time ticks by and the children become more attached to her and the lifestyle she believes is best for them and less attached to him and his family in their quote-unquote narrow lifestyle. From her perspective, this is a positive outcome. She has been willing to publicly expose his shortcomings. Why doesn't he do the same to her? That's a good question. She has been willing to throw him under the bus for his weaknesses, alcohol, and drugs, but he has always balked, balked on doing the same to her. He worries that it would hurt the kids and alienate them from him more if he was the one who made her problems public. There's a chance, though, that one of their witnesses could be called by an attorney to do that. That would take the burden off of him. Is there any chance of them getting back together? No, there is zero chance of this happening. What a shame. Like, I feel like this is just going to cause these children, like, keeping the children away from their dad or whatever relationship they have with him like negative or positive, like it's just, it's going to affect them so much in the future. Like all these little moments where they're kept away from him or they can't build a relationship with him or there's resentment. Like it's just going to build these, these deeper five years. Like this is just for the kids sake, like let them, they want a relationship with their father. Like let them have that. And, and you know, like let there be something like, it's just to keep them away from him. A hundred zero just seems horrible. 90, 10 seems wild i mean who we don't know what goes on behind closed doors like we don't know exactly who brad pitt is you know we don't know but like we do know that angelina jolie made out with her brother on the red carpet so like that gives me a little bit of an idea about her as a person and i'll never forget that you ever seen that video what video where angelina jolie makes out with her brother on the red carpet oh yeah like if you're gonna make out with your brother i trust i don't trust your judgment 100 percent of the time I know. So their custody battle is over. She succeeded in dragging it on for five years, but they have been awarded joint custody. Wow. Yep. Expect that. I didn't expect that. Mm-hmm. Um, Oder Kirk delivered a lengthy verdict on Wednesday following months of witness testimony, including child service professionals who interviewed the Jolie Pitt children and others who have been around the family. There was a significant change made in the custody agreement based on an extremely detailed decision made by the judge. Another source, however, said Jolie's team called the decision tentative and suggested she would continue her legal fight. Oh, please. That's so um, scary that these kids had to like go and sit with a social worker and get asked all these questions about their dad. Like that sucks. Yeah, and I think in the interim, they spent, like, minimal amount of time with him. 
Um, so they, they added joint custody is not the issue that Angelina objects to. There were other issues of concern, but the court proceedings are closed and sealed. Hmm. Um, I wonder what it is like addiction, domestic violence, probably addiction. Yeah. Um, in 2020, Jolie made a bid to disqualify Oder Kirk from the case and on Monday criticized his decision not to allow the children to testify. Um, Jolie said the judge has failed to adequately consider a section of the California Courts Code that says it is detrimental to the best interest of the child if custody is awarded to a person with a history of domestic violence. Her filing did not give details about what it is referring to, but her lawyer submitted a document under seal in March that allegedly offered additional information. In trying to disqualify Oderkirk, Jolie's attorneys went to Appellate Court, which has yet to rule on her bid. Um, let's see. Yeah, I mean, the kids have had, like, no, like, permanence of their dad or, like, stability for, like, five years. Like, that's crazy. That's a long time. Like, Angelina wanted it to go one way, and she lost, and Brad Pitt won. And I'm happy. I mean, as long as he's not bad to the kids. I don't think he is, but, I mean, he could, when he's using, have, like, problems. Yeah. I mean, I know that he's, I feel like he's been open that he's had alcoholism in the past. Yeah. Um, all right. I have a couple more blind items for you. Love it. All right. The marriage of this A-plus list singer is pretty young. And now it looks like her new husband is being accused of sexual assault. Mm-hmm. People are saying Dalton Gomez, but I haven't heard anything about sexual assault, so. Yeah, I feel like that is, like, a pretty vague blind, because it could be a lot of people, which is sad to say. Like, we could assume a bunch of people. I'm about to read you a really wild blind. You know who John Belushi is, right? Of course. Okay. Animal House! This is a crazy blind. Like, I okay. don't think I believe I mentally it. prepare myself for the craziness. Okay. So this was sent in by a reader of Entertainment Lawyer. It's not an exaggeration that the original cast and crew of this long-running show everyone knows that has launched a million careers at the beginning had a contentious relationship with the network they were on. I believe that. Um, They were just becoming a sensation and the network was not ready for many of their ideas of the show, their behavior, and all that went along with it. This is about SNL. Yeah. Okay. This A-lister who created the show is still and is still associated with it arranged a lunch to cool tensions, Lauren Michaels. Mm -hmm. Um, A number of network brass were there as well as the cast members and important crew. (laughs) During the lunch, a production assistant went looking for this now-deceased A-plus in his time original cast member who was known for being a bit out of control and found him in the kitchen with his pants around his ankles vigorously humping the cake that was to be served later. But John Belushi is dead. Yeah, this was at the time. 
Oh, oh my God. I was like, I was thinking this was like a crazy vibe. This person like thought that they saw John Belushi like ghost. No. <laughs> Wait, okay. So he was humping the cake. He was having sex with the cake. Yes. That was going to be served later. And the cake was served later to the unaware oh, yes. network people. Although the A plus list cake did warn the fellow cast members not to eat it. So he, he had sex with the cake. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's not the craziest thing I've heard. I mean, he was a drug addict. I mean, who knows? <laughs> that's so crazy. Like, that is crazy, but, like, I weirdly am not, like, didn't happen. I'm like, it could have happened. <laughs> um, Imagine, like, you just see a really good cake and your first instinct is to put your penis in it. <laughs> You're like, oh, that cake looks delicious. <laughs> oh, my God. Imagine if women did weird things like that. <laughs> like, I'm going to ride this cake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, this cable news host slash contributor already proposed to this illiterate reality star. She said no. Host, so, host, a, a, host, a TV host. Contributor. Uh, is that like Chris Harrison? No, I think it's Van Jones and Kim Kardashian. I don't know. I think I feel like he could have jokingly proposed. Yeah. I don't know about that. Last Blind, um, which is believed to be about Angelina and Brad. Um, it is not about the children for this A-list mostly movie actress. It is about the fact that the monster child support she would receive will vanish to almost nothing with the current ruling. Plus, she likes being the victim. I kind of believe that. Yeah, I mean, I just don't like her. I'm sorry. I know. It's like I want to like her because I feel like she does do a lot of good. But then there's something about her that feels a little shady. There's something about her that feels evil to me. Yeah, there's something that feels a little shady. Like, I don't know if all of her intentions are always so pure. I guess. Um, All right. I just... um, Hold on. So, you guys know that Powerpuff Girls is being made on the CW as a real show. Um... I was very excited about this. Um, when I first saw cast pictures, I was a little like, Bleh. there was like Chloe Bennett. The costumes are bad, really bad. What? The costumes are terrible. Yeah. Um, but then people said these, like the pictures of that were like, they were just filming like a flashback, but that wasn't going to be like the actual like costumes. So it was just like a flashback to like when they were kids. I hope so. Um, but um, power of the Powerpuff pilot has been put on pause to be reworked in the off season. According to Variety, the pilot is being overhauled and reshot because the initial pilot was too campy and not as rooted in reality as network execs would have liked. At first, I was like, too campy. Like, Powerpuff Girls has got to be campy. But um, 
But then there was like a script, I guess, leaked of the pilot and people were like, oh yeah, no, that sucks. And um, so the CW CEO said that they're committed to making the show work. Um, the reason you do pilots is because some things um, miss and this was just a miss. We believe the cat, we believe in the cast completely. We believe in the writers. We believe in the studio, but because we see there's enough elements in there, we wanted to give it another shot. Um, tonally, it might have felt a little too campy. It didn't feel as rooted in reality as we as it might have felt. So um, I would much rather have the show be done well and have it come out later than be rushed and come out like, you know, not good. So, but lots of shows have had their pilots like the first like take of the pilot um have to be reworked so i don't think this means like doom for the show i think they're just it'll just take more time to come yeah that's what i think too but i don't know i'm a little on the on the fence about a powerpuff girl television show i feel like like you said like it's got to be campy like, i don't know what how how would you make it serious right i don't know if you're going to make a powerpuff girl show but on like the nickelodeon then like, like right. CW makes me nervous because Riverdale is such a freaking disgrace. So I don't know. I, I just, love Riverdale. I know you disgrace, do. but it's my disgrace. Not, I mean, listen, at least you're like, it's not good. The cast knows it's not good, you know? So that's my only issue is like, I feel like this could be another Riverdale situation. And this article about Benifer really kills me. I'm so- ready. The headline is A-Rod is in a world of hurt over Benefer. Oh, A-Rod, you're in a world of hurt. You Yes. A-Rod, who's probably been with a thousand women. He's in a world of hurt. Boy. Boy. Boy, I don't want to hear it. So (laughs) it's like you almost feel bad. You're like, oh, that does kind of suck that she got back with like her ex. But like. His behavior was what ended it, so I don't feel bad. You can't tell me he didn't have a side chick their entire side chicks during his entire relationship. Like, man is a player. He likes he likes his ladies. Um, and that's a fact. So you know what? If she wants to go rebound with somebody, she's not in a relationship, she can do whatever the hell she wants to. Rebound or publicity. Yeah. Which you will. Um more quotes from the article seeing her running straight back to ben's arms is a real kick in the teeth who did he say this to (laughs) he didn't say this oh like it's just no it's just what the journalist said they also said it's a tough pill to swallow but that's his new reality i'm like why are they using all these like like (laughs) these stupid like examples like kick in the teeth Hard pill to swallow. World of hurt. They're, like, bad so dramatic. <laughs> they're a bad writer. That's what they're doing. Using cliches. You yeah. know, I think there was probably a little bit of overlap. Like, I feel like it wasn't like she just talked to him right after they broke up. Like, I feel like it was probably, like, starting to fall apart. And she, like, maybe started to, like, reach out and be like, Ben, I'm sad. <laughs> and, like, um... I don't know, but I also, I, a big part of me thinks it's just, it's all for, for sure. Yeah, I think it's all a ruse, you know. <laughs> She's trying to sell her J-Lo skin. She's still trying to be desirable, talented, one-of-a-kind diva Jenny from the block. 
you know, and she cannot let a man cheating on her get in the way of her, I don't know, her image. So part of me feels like, and then what's his name? He's all like people, you know, my divorce, rehab, you know, I got to look good too. So Jen and Ben, let's hook up. Let's give everybody what they want to see. And all of a sudden, everyone's going to be rooting for us. It's genius. It's genius. You know, but part of me all everybody loves this kind of like um, trope because who doesn't like have like some like one that got away? Like it's like people live vicariously through this. Yes. And also like part of me so genuinely wants it to be real. Like right, I love it to be real, but then part of me just feels like it's so calculated, and the timing is so calculated. And then when when um, Diddy posted that picture of him and her, <laughs> I was like, "What game are we playing?" Because this oh didn't God. help any of the theories of us thinking it was PR. When Diddy was like, "I want to shoot my shot," while like, I'm sorry, like, why did you just enter the chat? <laughs> that was so random. Oh, God. But I'm here for um, it. And I love every second of it. I love, again, in this article. So um, as soon as they started talking again, it became clear that the old magic and special connection is still there. Fine. But this insider quote kills me. Oh, no. Um, so it says, um, the, reunited, the reunited duo has been, quote, unquote, making up for lost time. He sees how she's grown as a person, and the way in which she's taken care of her body totally blows his mind. <laughs> that is the fakest. Who made up that line? Right? <laughs> what? What? Like I'm. I, I'm speechless. Like, like, that's so. That's so stupid. Who says like I? I'm at a loss. Like, wow, Emily, the way you've taken care of your body totally blows my mind. Like, <laughs> no way he said that. Also, like, if, if this article, their insider was a PR person, that'd be a great thing for a PR person to say. Because it just ties right into the storyline of, like, and on top of all of it, Jennifer looks good, too. Her body yeah. fucking smoking. And listen, her body is smoking. It is freaking muy caliente yeah. on the dance floor. <laughs> last story of the it day is. it is it is kim kardashian on thursday night's episode of keeping up with the kardashians um we were taken into a scary time in the kardashian west household when north and saint had covid19 and then kim did this was shortly after her birthday trip to whatever island they went to and, like, I feel bad they got sick, but also I'm a little bit, like, well, girl, you was traveling. You was doing these things. So, like, in the middle of a pandemic, and you're, like, everything is fine. We all got tested before the trip. And yeah, that still doesn't matter because you're still on a trip. Like, yeah. these people, they kill me with their entitlements. And then she was sick and she was supposed to be having like 12 hour study sessions for the baby bar during this time. And that was a lot for her to deal with. And so she did fail her baby bar, which to be honest, I'm not one of these people that's going to be out here like, ha, see, she failed. She's stupid. Like, I don't think that. I didn't know that. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think it's kind of common. Like, I think people take it multiple times often. I feel like it's 
Ooh, excuse me. I did not mean to yawn so aggressively, but I think, I think, I mean, it seems like it's freaking hard. Yeah, no, I don't think this is like, I don't look at her as a loser, like not smart because of this. Like, I bet you one day she will pass it. I think just like sometimes you get sick and you do something and you kind of shit the bed. <laughs> like, I think I was what? so sick during my, my like pre my PSATs or whatever it's called. I was so sick that day. I had a box of tissues on my desk. I can't believe they even let me do that. But I guess it was because of the fake test. And I just had a, a mound of tissues. Like, I was so gross, so embarrassing, <laughs> like, mortifying. And I still had to take that freaking test. And I did horrible. I think, you know what? Like, I don't think, like, I know the haters are going to take this as an, a moment to be like, ha, huh, you knew she was stupid. But I don't see it. Of course. of course. I mean, like, you know what? It takes. I say, let's see you take the bar. Like, come on. Let's see you pass. Let's, let's go. Pass. Let's go. Until I can pass it. I ain't judging anybody. And guess what? Same. Same. I ain't Mark my words. There's no way I would pass that. I, you know. Okay. Like, all right. I feel good about this podcast. We did a podcast the other week, you guys, the other day, and we just didn't feel good about it. So that's why there was no episode because we don't want to deliver content unless it's the best possible for you guys. Right. We were just very, um, clearly very tired during the podcast. Our energy was just like not right. But this time I feel as though the stars aligned and we were, we were, Great. We were stars. Shine bright, shine far away, shine me a star. Be a star where you live, where you are, be a star. That's probably all we can do, right? Can we get copyrighted for that? Girl, we're not on anyone's radar. Listen, that's true. <laughs> I, just, I just don't want us to lose all this audio for the one person that's like, must report to Eve the doll. Lindsay was listening to the Do You Think podcast and she heard the Eve song. So oh, I'd manifest it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Listen, I stood up for Lindsay Lohan in today's podcast. You did. Hi, Lindsay. <laughs> Lindsay if you're listening to this podcast. We've got your back, girl, 100%. And we don't think you're a fire crotch. No. Brandon well, Davis said. Yeah. And even if you are a fire crotch, like embrace those red hairs on your coochie girl. Nothing wrong with the little. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. I don't understand. Nothing wrong. Nothing wrong with the curtain matching the drapes. Let those pubes flow. All right. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> on that note. Um, I hope everybody had a wonderful, healthy, safe Memorial Day um, and wishing you all the best and wishing you all a fabulous week. Love, love, love to all who are listening. And until then, we are leaving you on red. On red. (laughs) 